Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Some of the best high school basketball in the state is played right here in Southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores. Now with former Marquette High and Concordia University coach David Cooks, here's 1057 FM The Fans High School Insider. Big time, Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan, Mike McGivern, uh, Coach Cooks. Not sure he's going to make it uh, this season, but he'll be back next season. Been uh, been out uh, with some illness, illnesses and uh, praying for him every day. Hopefully he'll uh, he'll get back in studio real soon. My co-host this week. Steve Showalter, head coach at St. Augustine Prep Academy, and you know him from Germantown, and you know if, if you played basketball against him, he probably scored a couple buckets on you. Coach, how you been? Great. Thanks man, for having me again. Yeah. It's great to be back. Man, it's good it. to see you. Sir, it just is. I'm a big fan <laughs> of yours, and you know that, and uh, I appreciate everything that you've done for high school basketball in this area. And this, I wanted to have you in, especially today, because if anybody knows what coaches are feeling like right now, um, you know, you, you get a couple of wins and, and, and you're looking at that journey to try to get up to the Cole Center. And if you look at some of these brackets, man, the games get really tough right now. And it's a hard journey to make. And I'm wondering, in, back when you were at Germantown, this time of year, what were you like? What, what, how were you feeling? That kind of stuff. For sure. Uh, you know, the pressure mounts inside as a coach. Uh, you, I, I'm sure um, most of the guys out there realize this. You put more pressure on yourself than, than from the outside. Um, but, you know, as we got better, it, it was easier, of course. Sure. Um, the kids were more relaxed, and they realized that um, what we do every day and what we practice every day is what we're gonna, what's going to take us to where we need to get. Uh, we sometimes had, had rough days in practice and, and we would have to step up with the, the uh, captains and, and guys to like get on them again and get them going again. But when it came down to playoff time, from what I can remember now, our guys stepped up the way they needed to. Hey, we're going to talk. Let me run down who we're talking to today. And, and in between, guys, I've got a ton of questions for you. 
Um, Corey Shield, that the girls' coach at Martin Luther, is going to join us here in a couple of minutes. They play at three o'clock today against Lake Mills at Brown Deer with a chance to get uh, to the Rush Center in Green Bay next week. And I want to talk to Corey uh, at ten fifteen. Dan Wandry is going to join us from Brookfield Central. Ten thirty, Mark Miller from Wisports.net. Ten forty-five, Steve Collins from Madison Memorial is going to join us. Jerry Pettigue at eleven fifteen. Um, I think we're going to reach out to Zach sometime today, uh, your son, and check in on him. And I want to know from his perspective what he was feeling. You know, this is a long time ago now for him. It doesn't seem that long for me because I remember watching him play um, and really enjoyed it. And and you know this, and I, I don't know if I've said it on the air a ton, but, man, I just I loved watching his uh, his son Zach play. In fact, in our computer room, I've got pictures of only people that I would pay to watch play one more time. And I've got a couple of those boys, and I'm, I'm looking for that picture from Zach because it'll get up on that wall. There's a spot for it. Um, so we're going to try to reach out to him as well and then some other coaches along along the way. Um, I was at the Martin Luther game last night, and they lost to Lake Mills in a really rough, rough way. They were down three. Um, their best shooter pump faked. Got a kid up, leaned in, got to the free throw line, hit three free throws to tie it with 1.2 to go. And they hit one from half court, Lake Mills did. And um, oof, that was a tough ride home for, for me. And, and I'm not even coaching anymore. I was nervous before the game. I sat with uh, Mark Miller during that one. And, and I invited Coach Wallersheim if he needed to get in, you know, just come in. He said, look, tell Coach Showalter, I don't want to be Debbie Downer right now, but I'm not coming in. I don't want to be any any part of any of this stuff, and so I feel bad. Um, but the girls' team at, at Martin Luther has a chance to to, to take it out on the Lake Mills girls' um, team at three o'clock at Brown Deer. We're now joined by Corey Shield, the uh, head girls' coach at Martin Luther. Coach, how you doing today? Mike, how are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. I'm joined here by Steve Showalter, and I asked Steve when he was at at Germantown this time of year, and and he was he was where you're at a number of times. One game to go to get to the Cole Center, now to get to the Rush Center where you're going. And I said, how are you feeling? And he said, well, you know, as a coach, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. And so this oh, time wow. of year, it gets a little bit tough. We don't sleep a ton. I'm just wondering personally how you're doing. Um, I think uh, Coach Solder and hello there, uh, I think he hit it right on the head to put a ton of pressure on ourselves. You know, you try not to overthink things and overanalyze things and, you just want to continue to do what you've done well all season and in the playoffs, and you want to continue that forward and not change up too much. Um, but, you know, right now I feel, I feel good. I feel relaxed. I um, just got done playing two hours of basketball here at ML, so I'm sitting in my office. And, uh, you know, just I'm ready to go, looking forward to it. You know, you, uh, you play the waiting game, and you just want to get to the game and, and get going. Did you hit any shots today? Oh, always every yeah. morning. Oh, because I've seen you play. I've I've watched an hour, and I I don't think you hit a shot. That no, I'm just kidding, Matt. You need to take a lot of shots. Take, and you'll make some. The, the, the show Walter way, man. <laughs> shoot to shoot to get hot. Shoot to stay hot. Hey, Corey, you played Lake Mills December 28th at Lake Mills, lost by five. How different is your team now compared to what it was at the end of December? Um, we're a lot different. Uh, we are a totally different team, and that's what we were talking to the girls about yesterday uh, in film and in practice as we were preparing for this game. Um, and I think we're better. We're a lot better than we were December 28th. Uh, that was a game we were finally 
think we were full strength finally getting everybody back from the injuries that we were going through to begin the season, not having full a full squad. Um, and, you know, that was a game where we didn't play our best basketball by any means, and we were in it. Uh, we were, you know, at their place the second day of a back-to-back, um, and, uh, you know, we were in foul trouble most of the game, and we were tied with under a minute to go. So um, we were right there with them, and uh, like I said, we're a lot better. We're playing a lot better, more confident, um, and uh, we're taking care of the ball better, decision-making. Uh, it, it, it's been fun these past couple games to see where we're at. Hey, um, Steve, we've all had teams where we've played a, a, a team and either won or lost and then played them again in the playoffs later in the year. And it's interesting always to me how much both teams, when you watch the film from the first game and then the second game and the adjustments people make, did, did you like the chance to play a team the second time? I guess depending on how good they were. Obviously, if they weren't very good, you didn't mind it so much. But you've done that as well where you know teams now kind of get an idea on what you're doing. And you were one kind of guy that when I watched you coach, you ran what you ran. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. If you think you can stop us, come stop us. Um, your 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 any advice you would give to Corey today? I know uh, the one year we played Arrowhead, and uh, we were, both teams were really good, and we played them over Christmas at Mark Miller's tournament, and we got on a roll and just kind of blew them out of the gym that night. And both of us kind of played the same, where we're kind of running and letting it fly from three, and and uh, we kind of were expecting the same game when we played Arrowhead the second time. And we came back in the sectional final, and they held the ball on us. And they were good enough to do that. And and it was I was pulling my hair out because we weren't ready for Arrowhead, right? Who never does that to come in and do that to us. And we we, we beat them just in a close game at the end. But uh, you have to be prepared for anything, and especially when you're you kind of the better team, quote unquote, on paper. Coaches are are good now in Wisconsin, and they're yeah, going to do whatever are. they can do to try to mess you up, and you have to be ready for anything they throw at you. And, and you know, Corey, with, with your group, you've had you've had a lot of success here the last four or five years, and some of these girls that are in the program either were in the program, part of the program, or were at a, a grade school, and they came to all these games. So there, I, I would think, even though your team is relatively young, that these girls have kind of gotten to the point where okay, it's just a game. It's a game. It's a big game. But I think the lights aren't going to be too bright for them. Yeah, I hope not. Like you said, none of these girls were around in sixteen, seventeen. Like my juniors were all eighth graders um, or seventh graders, maybe, and um, they were up at state. They were they were there in that run. They saw it. All these young girls. Um, so they've been a part of it. They've seen it, and they've always wanted to be there. You know. Um, you know, Abby Hafman, her sister Emily, was on that state team. So she's been around it. She knows what that's about. Um, but it's it's a totally different squad to have it. Here we come, what, three years later with a totally new group to have that opportunity. Um, and, you know, they, they're confident. They believe in each other. They're playing well together. And, um, you know, I talked to you know, Coach Showalter saying, you know, you beat somebody early in the year and then they change something up. And, you know, even though we lost that first game, you know, I keep telling them, regular season means nothing right now. This is a new season. Everybody's playing different. You see that in any sport. Uh, you get a team at the right time. They can start going on a run. They figure something out. Um, and I think we're hitting our stride uh, just at the right time. It's a perfect time to have that done. Corey, um, thank you so much for a couple minutes of your time. 3 o'clock over at Brown Deer High School. 
go out and support Martin Luther. They're playing against Lake Mills for a chance to get to state. Um, I wish you well. Yeah, Lake Mills, uh, we owe them one, Corey, so go get we, one. We owe them a few. Uh, yeah, we football, do. We owe them from last night, which I haven't talked to Paul yet, but I, I listened to it and saw it, and heartbreaking. Uh, so I think Martin Luther's due uh, yeah. right now. We want to go get that for our school, for for everybody. Exercise that LCAT demon. Go get him, Corey. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks a lot. You bet. Corey Shield, head basketball coach at Martin Luther. Hey, before we get to a break, St. Augustine Prep. I I went online today. That's a pretty nice facility. It's beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Brand new school, brand new gym, which I love. Uh, The facility is incredible. I had no idea. I had no idea. And I went online and went, you got to be kidding me. Like, it's it's a beautiful facility. Do you enjoy the people? You like the school? I love it. It's... uh, it's a step back for me as far as my, my career. Uh, it's a lot different than being a police officer, which uh, I retired sure. from. Uh, but, you know, I work security in the school, and I'm also able to coach the basketball team, which I love. And, uh, you know, it's K-4 through 11th grade right now, so I get to deal with the little little ones as well. It's, it's, it's kind of neat. Yeah. And, and, the, and look, the, the basketball isn't where it's going to be 10 years from now. Uh, you guys aren't WIAA. Um, but it's getting there. I mean, it, it's got a chance when you got to get a couple of these classes through as then kids understand the facilities and how good the school is and how a chance to play at a pretty high level is not today, but it could be in the future. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, kids want to come there. People have been coming to watch us play and come to see the facility. They won two games uh, the year before, and we were lucky enough to win 18 games this year. So we're kind of, you know, starting out on the right foot next year will be varsity and and hopefully soon be wia so we're excited about all of that stuff a little different running trying to run showtime with uh with the kids right now that aren't used to it compared to the some of the the, the athletes that you had out germantown correct uh you know we're running it with six eight guys before and now we're running it with five ten guys in the post so <laughs> Uh, but they're trying real hard, and they love they love basketball. They're having fun with what they're doing. He is Steve Showalter. He's going to be in studio with me for the entire two hours. On the other side of the break, Dan Wandry, head basketball coach at Brookfield Central, a perfect guy to have in studio with me since you know he won back to back state championships. That's what Wandry's trying to do, and the difference between be you know hunting and being the hunted, totally different. And I think Wandry has felt that this year, and his team's played really well. And we'll talk to him on the other side of the break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented, as always, by your local pick-and-save stores. Mike McGivern alongside Coach Steve Showalter. You know him from uh, Germantown Falls. He's also uh, the head coach right now at St. Augustine. And uh, back-to-back state championships, right? Well, three in a row. Three in a row. Yeah, three in a row. I I remember two. Why don't I remember the third one? Oh, I do remember the third one. Ooh, that was a good one. You, um, Dan Wandry is going to join us here in a second. Before we get to him, the difference... The difference between winning the first one and the second one, it's really hard, man. It's Because now you're on everybody's radar screen and everybody's big game. The third one, we don't even want to talk about at this point. 
what Dan is going through right now and the season he has had at Brookfield Central has been really impressive to me. How they won it last year was very impressive going on in within that that group and how they came together and played and, and won it. And now this year having a really good year again. And it's hard because he's, you know, people talk, oh, Brook Central's got a chance. They got, you know, they 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 uh they should. They're they're big, they're strong, they're really good. They only got one loss. But man, it's really hard to get back. It's very tough, uh, and the way the sectional is built. Oh man, it's, you know, it, it's you should be getting a gold ball just for making it through the sectional. Uh, you know what? We, it came out, and I talked to him, and he said, "You got to be kidding me! <laughs> you have got to be kidding me!" We are now joined by the head basketball coach at Brookfield Central, Dan Wandry. Hey, coach, I'm sure you're well rested. You got a lot of sleep last night. Uh, good morning, Mike. Good morning, Steve. Uh, yeah, morning. fresh as a daisy. Um, yeah, but you know what? It's uh, there's guys all over the state doing it, and uh, it's way better than the alternative. So, you know, we had all the coaches at, at my house afterward, and you know, really healthy meal at eleven o'clock, and a lot of film and a lot of game planning. So, like we said, it's it's uh, it's a a tough turnaround, but it's uh, way better than the alternative. So I agree. We'll yeah. So you guys, uh, you beat Green Bay Preble last night, seventy-seven uh, forty-six. Now you play at home tonight at seven o'clock against Homestead. Now you know from the outside, you look at Homestead and you think, well, they had a little bit of a disappointing year. I would not. You would probably agree with me. I wouldn't sleep on them. Oh, definitely not uh, sleeping on them. Right? Obviously, they have. Uh, you know, Declan Kerlick is probably. One of the smartest, uh, most explosive offensive players around, and you know he'd been coming off a pretty serious knee injury. Uh, they have some size, they have some athleticism. You know, Sean and and Coach O'Brien over there, they're going to have their guys ready to go. So we're not we're not sleeping on them. You know, they they've played a pretty tough schedule as well. So um, yeah, and, and it's just. You know, there used to be times I think you get to this regional final game and as the number one seed and you were feeling pretty comfortable having having the opportunity to play a eight or nine seed. Um, in our grouping for sure and in and probably most of the most of the regional finals across division one this weekend, there it gets it gets real pretty quick. It it so. does. And look, in your regional and sectional you know, Milwaukee King undefeated in their conference. They get a four seed. They they get Brook East coming to their place, and the yeah. winner of that game will play the winner of Brookfield Central and Homestead. And and coach, you 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 have you have played Brookfield East twice a year for as long as I can remember, and it always seems like you guys get a chance to play each other yet again come playoff time. And I know you yeah. you don't want to think as coaches we don't look ahead, but we work ahead. I think yeah. is probably the term. Um, you know, if if things go well against Homestead, I can't imagine you'll you'll answer this. But would you like to? Pre- would you prefer to play somebody different for a while? <laughs> yeah, there's no no way to answer that question. Um, you know, we, everybody knows Joe Rocks and and what a great job he does there, and I have a great deal of respect for him and. Obviously, what he's done turning their program around a little bit and getting those kids to to buy into his system and to play and and so forth. But um, you know, then the other side of it is, yeah, I don't know. Do you want to play somebody different and play undefe- undefeated Rufus King? 
Uh, yeah, pro- uh, I, I don't know if I'm asking for that. I don't know if I'm asking for that either. It's like <laughs> asking, on. yeah, which root canal do you want? I guess would be the question, exactly. Coach. You know, back back in the day where you won three in a row, was there a team from your conference that it seemed like you played three times every year? Well, early on it was Cedarburg. Yep. Uh, Cedarburg was tough uh, back then when when Siebert was there and when the Dodens boys were. Playing. Oh yeah. Um, but then it, it became Homestead. Homestead was always our rival, but uh, the way this sectional was built, then it was you know Homestead. Every year we had to play three times, and uh, when they, they they always did a really good job, and they were always big and strong. And you know once the Beardens came to Germantown, they weren't as scary for us, but it was it was always our biggest rival. Yeah, it, it it's hard, and he gets Homestead now, and and look Homestead, like I said, they they're that the building itself the athletic departments there they win a lot they and they're used yeah. to winning their basketball program maybe not as much but as they walk down the hall a lot of these kids are multi-sport athletes and they're used to winning they're not going to be intimidated going to brook central tonight they're just not not at all i, I think that uh you know you should be <laughs> you should be yeah, intimidated I, I, going to brook central i would be but you know at the same time uh, Homestead's played in big games, and they've played, like you said, in, in different sports. They're always playing the best teams, so it'll be another game for both of these teams. Hey, Dan, um, we we had a conversation right after uh, the WBY shootout, and you disagreed with me, and maybe you'll agree with me now, but kind of that uh, what happened to you guys over at, at the WBY shootout where maybe your, your, your players realize that they can't just roll the ball out. Look, we got we got to come to play. Or, or somebody's going to get us, and that happened over there. In hindsight, was that a good thing for you? Well, and I think I will probably say the same thing today that I said then. You know, I think when you're as competitive as we try to be, and, you know, I, I was, unlike Coach Showalter, you know, I, who had a great career as a high school and college player, and I was a terrible player in basketball, and I was competitive in, in a lot of other things, and I'm just a really competitive guy. I don't think you know, losing is good for you, but yet it does maybe make the kids a little bit more attentive, a little bit more coachable. And I think you're right. You know, that was, we kind of, you know, I use the term with our guys, like they just came and stole our lunch money, you know, or it's like uh, they just, they exposed us and they were physical and they were aggressive and, and yeah, and since then, obviously, we've gone on a run. I don't even know how many games, whatever, but we haven't lost since that day. And and hopefully it did, you know, serve as a little bit of a, a message that uh, doesn't matter who's tweeting about you or Snapchatting about you or what the rankings say. Uh, whatever happens out on the basketball court is what really matters. And, and that day, um, it didn't happen the way we wanted it to happen, that's for sure. Well, Dan, good luck tonight um, against Homestead. Again, 7 o'clock at Brookfield Center. If you want to go out and see the defending uh, Division I state champs play Homestead at 7 o'clock at Brookfield Central. I know you got to run. you got to shoot around to get to. I really appreciate a couple minutes of your time. I appreciate it, Mike. It was good to talk to you guys. Good you luck, bet, Coach. Dan. Good luck. Yep, he, that is the least Coach Wandry has ever talked on this show. <laughs> can, you can it. tell that he is... He is uh, preoccupied. He's focused. He is focused, and and that's where he should be. I went on the air with with the stuff that happened last year to their to their group to their team, and some of the issues that 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 they had. 
for that coaching staff and those guys in the locker room, Coach, to regroup and go on the run that they went on, I, I couldn't give enough praise to. I, I thought they were dead in the water. I didn't think they'd make it through the second round of the playoffs. And and you know what? They compl- I was completely wrong because they had a lot. They had some kids in the locker room that were mentally a lot tougher than I thought, and said, "You know what? You're right. This is a guy that led us for a while. He's not going to be with us. That other guy, he's not going to be with us either. But we have enough talent in this locker room to get this done. Let's go prove everybody wrong." And they went and did it. That was impressive to me. It's amazing that you know everybody puts so much stock in your best player, or your best player's out, or he's out, or he's not playing, or he is playing. It's you know these. It's it's a team. That's why it's a team sport, and that's yep. why it's so much fun to coach. But you know, I would have been in the same spot, uh, panicking because I lost, you know, or we lost our best player. But it was amazing how they all came together and did what they what they did. And it and it's not like I think it would have been different had a player went down and broke his ankle. You know, a player you went out and a rebound came down to somebody's foot had a high ankle sprain. He was out, but he was on the bench with us. They, this that's not what I, this was a whole different situation where you know all of a sudden there's a lot of questions being asked about where you part did you have did you know all of that and then all of the hallway stuff that was going on and somehow that coaching staff basically put their heads around these kids and said look it's us against everybody else nobody thinks we've got anything left well you know what we believe in you guys and I don't know if they believed it, but they got their players to believe it. And that was the biggest part. And then they got on that run, and I just sat back and I did with amazement going, that coaching staff, similar to New Berlin Eisenhower football this year, they had some issues. And they came together and did the same thing. And I could talk to their head coach. He goes, look, I was out, I was on the mountaintop preaching. We believe in you. He goes, I don't know if our staff really did, but they all shook their head and said, we do. And I just think when you have that kind of stuff going on behind the scenes and then it becomes really public and you're able to get everybody together and still go out and win a state championship was pretty impressive. It was. uh, That's just a credit to that staff. And, I mean, those kids were incredible the way they all stepped up their game, each and every one of them, not just one guy. It was was a team effort. Yeah. And you talked to Wandry and, and, you know, after everything settled because the year before was difficult. They had Arrowhead. It was difficult. And then they come back and do that. He just can't stay on it. You know, it's not just an easy ride either right. way for, for him. And he is uh, he's as good a guy as there is. He, he just, he'll sit and talk basketball with you for hours. Him and I and Coach Wallersheim all came in, up the same, coaching in, in, in Catholic grade schools in, in and around the city. And we all kind of did the same stuff. So when we start talking about these old stories, we've all done that you know, to St. Bernadette's or to St. Margaret Mary or whatever, and it just is is fun. And I got a lot of respect and, and love for him. He's a really good guy, does a nice job. Other side of the break, Mark Miller. Him and I sat and watched uh, Martin Luther last night, and I don't think it was as painful for him as it was for me, but when when a bunch of the boys that you had last year, you know, fight hard to get back and hit three free throws with under two seconds to go to tie it, and then Lake Mills puts one in from half court to win it. Oof. We'll talk to Mark Miller not only about that game, but some other games on the docket. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan, Mike McGivern, alongside Steve Showalter, head basketball coach at St. Augustine Preparatory Academy. Get a chance, go online and look at this facility. Look at the school itself and read the mission statement of the school. And Man, it's a beautiful, beautiful facility. You know, because of all this stuff I do with high school sports, if I go to a game, like especially this time of year, I'm kind of the guy. Not last night. No, not last. Even my wife wanted to sit next to Mark Miller last night and talk to him about <laughs> high school basketball. It was a treat for me to just sit in the stands up at Lake Mills to see a really competitive and a good basketball game and hang out with Mark Miller for the night and then say, hey, can I call you at 1030 tomorrow? He said, you bet. Mark, thanks a lot for a couple minutes of your time. That was quite a game we saw last night. It really was. It really was. It kind of epitomized what high school basketball is about. You know, sometimes you get lucky and you get a game like that. That was certainly the case last night, you know, with a, a gym that was almost completely full and, and a lot of crowd noise and kids making big plays on both sides of the of the court. Uh, and then, of course, the, uh, the shot at the end of the game that – you know, uh, Adam Main makes, uh, you know, from just inside the half-court line. That's something that he'll never forget. Certainly uh, the fans that were there aren't, aren't going to forget it anytime soon either. It was it was just a tremendous game. I thought both teams really played, uh, you know, to probably their, their A game last night. And uh, while there were a few mistakes, obviously, along the way, like there always will be, um, I, I, I don't think either team um, can feel like the, that they didn't put forth the effort that they needed to, to get that win. Yeah, I I uh, I text uh, Coach Wallachheim a couple of times this morning, and uh, you know it's going to take a bit. It's going to take a bit. We've all been through those. Um, it's it takes a bit. I didn't drive to Sheboygan for a year when we lost to Oostburg because there's a sign that said to Oostburg, and 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 you you didn't go to Oshkosh for a year, Showy, because I I'm oh. sure you didn't. And I was at that game, and I I don't care what people say that you got robbed. I, you go online, you could see it. There's about six seconds, and they didn't start the clock there for the first three, but we've all been through that. Um, hey, Mark, other games today. What game are you going to today, and what game down here would you recommend people go to? Well, you know, I was making the predictions last night uh, for all the games today, and, um, you know, there there's just so many really tough games to pick. You know, uh, it, it's easy, really, the regional. Uh, I wouldn't say easy, but, you know, you're, you're not, you're not going to get too many wrong when you pick the regional quarterfinals and, and even the semifinals usually go according to plan. Of course, there's always a couple upsets throughout the state, but now that we're at the regional final stage, uh, you know, there's just so many teams that are very closely matched and, and so many good games uh, across the state of Wisconsin that you really can't go wrong with going to any games when a regional title is on the line. Um, so, you know, I, I think all the games and all the divisions are, are, are worthy <laughs> Um, you know, I, I probably will, will stay in town and head over to Sun Prairie and Wanakee tonight. Um, it, it's uh, uh, Wanakee winning the Badger North and Sun Prairie, of course, the uh, defending Division One runner-up. And uh, You know, Dana McKenzie of Wanakee and Jeff Boos of Sun Prairie, two really good coaches, and they have good players. Um, you know, I think that St. John's East Troy game in Division Three will be will be very uh, entertaining and, and exciting to watch. Kettle Moraine Lutheran and Lake Country Lutheran, uh, they both come into that game with 20 and three records. Um, so, you know, I think that will be a, a very good game. I think Wauwatosa East is playing pretty well right now. I think their game with Milwaukee Lutheran at Milwaukee Lutheran will be will be really good. Um, but, you know, you just go up and down the line. It's just so many good games tonight. Um, 
you know, Cedarburgs get a chance at Nicolet, and they, they certainly are familiar with them after, after playing them twice in the North Shore. Um, but it's a tall order to beat them, of course, now with Jalen Johnson back. So, um, yeah, just uh, great games all over the state tonight. And, you know, once we get past the tonight, then we only got, uh, you know, those, those uh, four teams in each of the sectionals left. So um, a lot of people will be putting the uniforms away after uh, tonight. Hey, the, the Brookfield East-Milwaukee King game. Really interests yeah, me, and yeah. I'm I might I I'm making a decision, and I don't know if my wife knows I'm going to be gone tonight, but I'm going to go to a game tonight. <laughs> um, and, and you know what we got in the car, and she said, "Boy, that Mark Miller's a really nice guy." I said, "Yes, he is." Um, I'm either going to head over to see that East Troy game, or I'm going to go see the Brookfield East Milwaukee King game. I haven't decided yeah. which one I'm going to go to, but yeah. Milwaukee King twenty two and zero. You know, Joe Rux is as good as they get, and Brooke Felice is a really good basketball team. But, man, Milwaukee yeah. King, a lot of guys, including myself, kind of slept on them a little bit this year. And I'm wondering how you feel. I, I look at your predictions, and you think Brooke Felice might get, might beat King, but that's going to be a real close game. Yeah, absolutely. That was one of the ones that I just went back and forth. And, you know, I just had a hard time picking against East because of their style of play and how well schooled they are. Um so, uh, you know, and King, uh, uh, you know, the city conference, uh, there's, it's no secret that it, it was down this year. That doesn't take away from King's accomplishments. I mean, they won some, went undefeated in the league, obviously, and then, and then uh, won some very good non-conference games. And knowing their personnel, they have very good players. Um, so, you know, and they're on their home court. So I thought, gosh, all those things are in King's favor. Doug Lewis does a great job coaching them. And then I thought, and then you got Brookfield East on the other end. <laughs> <laughs> and those guys aren't going to back down from anyone, mm-hmm. you know, having played Brook Central twice and Sussex twice. And that, that, I think the greater Metro is the best league in the state, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're hardened, they're hardened players. And when you play for Joe Rex or, or you know, a guy like Steve Showalter, those kids are hardened, you know, they just, they know how to compete and they aren't going to back down. And when things go against them, like they will in a, in a, in a game at some point, they persevere. And, and so that I guess that's the reason why I picked East. Um, hey, hold on, Mark. On Steve, did you did Germantown play at King while you were coaching? He never played at King. That, uh, that, that's a different animal. Mark Adams told me uh, plenty of war stories though about playing down at King in the <laughs> afternoon on a Saturday. It is because <laughs> yeah. the kid they all sit upstairs, yeah. and um, it is a difficult. It's just a little. It's different, and and it's not. I thought playing at St. Catharines was was like. That's kind of different too, but King is even more. It's quite a bit different than that. The sound is different where the kids are. It's just it takes a little bit to get used to, and I think they feed off the energy from the the crowd that's above. And look, if King, they're going to get after it. They're not going to back down at all. Now you're talking me into staying closer to home and just going to that game instead of the East Troy game, Mark. Yeah, it it should be a great game. It really should be. I- I'm glad you brought it up because I, I didn't mention it before, and it's probably the game of the state tonight, really. I mean, even though all the games are, are very competitive, but that game, uh, you know, for King, I believe they're the only team left in the city conference right now, so they're carrying that flag, and um, that's that's very important to, to kids in that conference, as you both you know. So, um, you know, East will have its hands full tonight, but uh, knowing the East personnel and, and, you know, Hayden Doyle does just does so much for them. Um, you know, that it's, 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 boy, it's going to be a really good game. I, I, 
I went with East, but I certainly wouldn't be at all surprised if King won. So you know, if after talking, if you change your mind, you want to come down and go to that one with me. Let me uh, let me know. Maybe could be. I'll talk Coach Showalter into going with with us as well. Hey, the other game that I think is going to be like you had talked about that East Troy St. John's game. I, I'm not sure Lake Mills after the way they won last night. I, it's hard. Steve, to, 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 you know, you, last night at 9 o'clock, you throw one in from half court, and now you've got to get ready to go to St. Catharines, who's 23-0, and got a couple of the best guards in the state of Wisconsin, and now play in an environment that's as difficult as it is to play at King. How hard will it be for that, that coaching staff at Lake Mills to get their kids ready to play tonight? Well, I think, you know, I always had my assistants look to the game ahead because I wanted to focus all week on the Friday night game and my assistants would have to prepare for Saturday because I just couldn't have all that stuff in my head at one time. Yeah, The hardest thing oh. is getting the kids uh, ready uh, in the morning. You come in for your walkthrough on Saturday morning. Now it's like we have to forget about yesterday that fast, and we have to focus on what we're doing today. Today's your biggest game. You don't think about tomorrow. You don't look back at yesterday. And let's focus on what we have to do for tonight and, and to get those kids to turn around and be ready to go again. That's going to be their their toughest task. And the, you know, St. Catharines had a relatively easy game last night against Whitewater. So it's not like you know they had to play their kids the whole game and 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 have that pressure cooker of you know they. I'm sure they played half the game and they're well rested and and they're going to be at home where they're really comfortable. It's going to be Mark. It'll be a tough task for Lake Mills, I think, to go there and get a win. Yeah, I was talking with Steve Hicklin this morning a little bit, the coach at Lake Mills, who uh, is a Sussex grad and played at UW Stevens Point, and uh, just a, I think a tremendous coach, does a great job with his uh, with his program. And uh, you know, he's like, man, it's a different animal when you go over there. You know, he said he thinks they 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 play um, as good a defense as anyone, and I would agree with that. Um, so the length and strength and the quickness. Uh, of St. Catharines, uh, I think will 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 be tough. Um, and yet, at the same time, you know, uh, Martin Luther uh, really had St. Catharines beat at their place uh, late in the, in the season, or second time around, I should say. And it slipped away from them at the end, but but they they really controlled that game. So, if you're Lake Mills and Steve, and you say, hey, look, you know, we just beat a team that went toe to toe with St. Catharines, um, you know, that might give them the the, the hope that they need to. To go out there and compete, and I know they'll compete because they, they're, they're they're tough kids. Um, but it, it, it's a tall task to, to go into that machine and, and win at St. Catharines with the with the team they have. And, and uh, you know, none of those kids have been to the state tournament, and even though St. Catharines has been there a lot in the past, and you know, they're all anxious and eager and very hungry to to you know get that next goal of, of winning the the sectional and or the regional tonight and the sectional perhaps next weekend, and then getting to Madison. So. Um, should be a good game, though. I, you know, I, I, I think Lake Mills will will definitely compete for the entire contest and and make it as difficult as they can uh, on the Angels. So, you got. Hey, Mark, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. I'm sure I'll reach out and try to get you back on the air next week to talk about the sectionals. Um, and again, thank you so much for. You know, hanging out with my wife and I last night, yeah. that was really fun. It was you're, a lot of fun. When I'm in a high school gym with you, you're the man, that's for sure. There's enough people coming <laughs> well, coming over to say hi to you, so it was awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And uh, good, Enjoy the games you're at tonight. And, uh, take care, uh, both Mike and Steve, and um, enjoy the rest of the season. You got Thanks, it. That's Mark, Mark Miller with Sports.net. Let's get to a break. 
Zach Showalter's coming up alongside Steve Collins. Steve's going to join us later in that next segment. We'll talk to Zach for a good five, six, seven minutes. I just want to see how he's doing, talk about what it was like after his junior year getting ready for his senior year. Ooh, that junior year one was bad. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. It's Mike McGivern alongside Steve Showalter. Hey, last show we did youth sports and how parents are at their kids' games. And I'm wondering what you were like when Zach was playing up at Wisconsin. How were you during those games? I used to tell everybody that, you know, it was all about the team, 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 team. Right. And then my kid goes to play in college and, you know, the first year he's kind of sitting on the bench a little bit. I was like, no, it's not about the team. It's about him. Get him in there. He's ready. Get him in. Yeah. So you were a typical parent. That's yes. awesome. We are now joined by Zach Showalter. Zach, how you been? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Dude, good. And I'm glad we could get you on before 11 o'clock and the Badgers tip off against Indiana. Hey, I wanted to, this time of year, high school basketball, and, and I know, look, you played at a whole different level than 99% of the kids that, that are playing now will ever dream. I mean, they're not going to play at the level you did playing Division One at Wisconsin. But if we could go back to your high school days, your junior, senior, sophomore, freshman year, any of them, this time of year as, as kids are getting ready to play in a regional final, I'm wondering your feeling during those years um, – you know, getting ready to, to get after it and try to make that run up to the state tournament? Oh, yeah. This is the best time of the year, uh, high school or college. Uh, spring spring weather starts peeking out behind the clouds. Uh, you're getting you're getting anticipation of heading up to the Kohl Center, which is, I mean, you probably talked to my dad about it. We used to go up every year since I was in, what, third grade, Dad? Yeah, probably younger than that, sitting on my lap, both probably boys younger. on my lap That's in one awesome. seat. <laughs> yeah. So that I mean, I tell people this all the time. My growing up, my dream wasn't really to play even at Wisconsin. It was to play in the state tournament because that's what I grew up watching. You get the high school fans. I mean, the high school fans chanting back and forth in in the Cole Center. That's one of the best environments <laughs> to be hey, in. You guys have all been there. It's it's a that's that's where all the fun is. Zach and and I've told the story, but I I would I went to a uh, a regional final game at. Milwaukee King against Riverside, and there was a, a um, there was an issue right at the end of the game where both benches came, and and I'd promised people I was going to go to the, the Germantown Falls game, and I got out of that 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 game, and I and I almost had tears in my eyes, like I was like, why am I doing all this stuff for the high school sports? I was so like upset with what just happened, but I had to go out to Germantown Falls because I'd promised people I was going to be out there, and. You guys win the tip, and you get a dunk, and the Germantown group, their student section goes, that's our Badger, boom, 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 that's our Badger. <laughs> Menominee Falls goes, he's a walk-on, boom, boom, boom. And then JP got a dunk. They go, that's our Tar Heel, and I went, okay, I'm home. This is this is what I'm doing. Now, you guys won by about 40, and so the, the Falls group was a little bit quiet after you know about seven minutes into the game. But it was kind of like it brought me back to exactly where I needed to be. And you're right. Those student sections and and what, you know, you're playing basketball with guys that you're walking down the hall with, that you grew up with. And there's something to be said for that. Um, How long did it take you to get over what happened up in Oshkosh in your junior year? (laughs) 
uh, until we won a state championship my senior year. That was, I think we, I've been on here talking about it before, but that's what, that's what was our motivation. That's what fueled us. And uh, honestly, if we'd have won that game and gone to state and maybe lost in the semis in a 15 point game or what, I don't even know what it would have right. been. But I don't think that same drive would have been within all of us because getting to state is, I mean, that's that's the the mecca of basketball growing up in high school. So that was that's what fueled us. Hey, who would ever thought your brother Jake would have more? He he has three state championships. Man, he's got three. How many you got, Zach? You got that one, right? I always tell him I got I got one state championship. I got a couple. I got a Big Ten championship. I got a Big Ten conference champion or tournament championship, and I got a couple Final Four rings in my closet. So okay. he's got a couple state championships on me, but I got more rings than I. You in my you closet. know what? You win. I'm telling you right now. Like I'm a so high I'm, school I'm, guy. You win. I'll stop that argument right there. Yeah, that's that's an atomic boom. The, the the whole war is over. But I'll tell you what, he could shoot it. He could shoot oh, yeah, it better than I could. Yep, he could definitely shoot it. He proved it up. And nobody saw that coming. I don't know how many threes he hit in that tournament, but he hit a bunch, yeah, didn't well, he? He. Yeah, uh, we were talking the Depier game. The what was it? There was a week before, and he was guarding Pritzel, and Pritzel was just torching him. So you. I've heard you say, I, I, I don't know how much I was going to play Jake in that game when we got up to state. Yeah, the and game he, before, uh, he, he didn't score at all. And then and then he goes at state and scores 22 against Memorial, which is nobody saw it coming. <laughs> well, and guess who we're going to have on next? Coach from Memorial, Steve Collins. And I'm sure he remembers that for, for sure. Hey, um, Zach, this uh, when you were playing high school ball, I try to tell kids it doesn't get any better than this unless you're going to be in a Final Four and win some Big Ten championships but that that time of your life when you're you're playing varsity basketball for four years at germantown and representing your community had to be four of the best years of your life absolutely i tell people that all the time it's it's the buddies you grew up with you played aau with you you've done everything together i mean going to the final fours were awesome don't get me wrong but you knew those guys for a couple years these are guys these are guys you you've you've experienced the world with you've grew up together you've overcome adversity and uh to to have the goal of getting to a state championship and winning it all and actually having that come to fruition that's that's the dream right there so your dad said uh, your life right now is pretty good you're uh you're up in <laughs> madison you're in the banking business uh everything's good huh well, I'm with Aaron Mace right now. We just played some morning morning hoops for two hours. Of course you did. <laughs> we got some Culver's, and I'm going to go sit on the couch for about 15 hours straight probably the rest of the day. <laughs> you, hey, during that two-hour run this morning, did um, did you uh, take any charges? You don't do that no. anymore, do you? I, uh, we played up in Holy Cross last year, which is the, the new mecca of men's league <laughs> tournaments. Um, the Holy Grail, I should say. Yes. Um, and the first play of my Holy Cross career, you can talk to my dad, he played 25 years, whatever it was. First play was a charge off the tip. So I don't know if that was better than the char- <laughs> the dunk off the tip against Memorial, but it was uh, that was my statement to that tournament. Man, uh, you know what? Take the charge. Look, there's Showalter. He doesn't play the way his daddy played because his daddy wouldn't <laughs> have taken that charge is what everybody was, was saying. Hey, so are, in the baking business, what kind of stuff are you doing up in Madison? Yeah, we're doing all commercial loans. So I'm on the lending side uh, at First Business Bank. It's a community bank here in Madison. There's also a branch in Milwaukee, actually. 
uh, towards Brookfield. But working with business owners, uh, helping them grow their business and being a resource for them to to lean on when they need some need some answers. And uh, I, I would assume that when you put a call into somebody and, and you leave your voice, your name and, and, and a number, they call you back pretty quick. I would I would assume most of those boys up at Madison know who you are. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been going well. It's that, that's definitely the that was the attraction for me to stay in Madison and to to start my career here. So it's going well. Hey, he uh, so he married outside of his his conference a little bit, is what you're saying, <laughs> Stephen? <laughs> he uh, yeah, he out kicked his coverage a little bit. I think he did. Yeah, as did I put my boy, that. my boy did too. So <laughs> I think I think we're both proud of that. Um, the married life is going okay for you. Yeah, we got two dogs. Live on the west side of Madison. Uh, staying busy. She, uh, yeah, she definitely outshot my coverage. At a boy, she she's from Ann Arbor and swam at Wisconsin. So we call it the athletes are their own little fraternity because you see see the same faces every day. So we were we've been together since junior year. Uh, got married last summer in Madison. So it was good to good to get all of our people together in the summer and. It was at the terrace, which I'm sure you guys are. Familiar. Sure, I know Dad's familiar with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but, uh, I, I no, had a, a I had a, Zach. I had a chance to interview um, out at the WBY shootout. Uh, Sam Decker's dad, and he just said, "Look, that group of guys stick together, and man, do they have fun when they get together." And he talked about you, and he talked about Sam and Frank and and and, and Josh, and he said, "Man, when they get together, it's just like they they haven't left." And they start doing oh, yeah. the same goofy stuff they did when they were in college. That those friendships that you made on that team have really stayed solid. Yeah, and I mean that's why we were successful. Um, and I think that's why this group right now is starting to have success. Is they're they're enjoying each other off the court. Uh, it's not just between the lines when you're competing that you that you're dealing with each other. And we, I mean, we've done a lot together. Uh, first time, first time experiencing the world really together. You're in your little bubble. In high school, I mean, we were fortunate to play AAU, so you get to travel around the country. But first time really on your own, and you get to make your own decisions. And uh, <laughs> we've, we've made some questionable decisions at times. But we I didn't, didn't hear about those. Together, so. <laughs> no, you, you know what? You kept it out of the paper. That's really important, <laughs> Mr. Showalter. That's so really that important. That's what Bo told us. That, that's what Bo told you. <laughs> hey, and, and I don't think you're going to answer this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Sometimes... It's addition by subtraction. And when the Kobe King thing came out that he was leaving, I think people freaked out and said, Greg Gard's got to go. Uh, you know, it's it, what's going on up there? And, I, look, that team has come together pretty nicely. And, and as a coach, I think that there is time that it's addition by subtraction. Maybe Kobe just wasn't the right fit or didn't play the style that Greg was looking for. Um did it surprise you that they came together and they've they've played really well here lately? Yeah, I think you hit on the head. It's it's it is addition by subtraction. Uh, I think both for both parties involved, I think it's going to work out pretty well. And it just it just wasn't a fit. Um, and, and this team is, I mean, it's the next guy up. Brevin is playing as well as we've seen Brevin play uh, since high school, probably. And it's it's cool to see him get this opportunity. Uh, it's it's always tough. There's there's uh, eight guy, eight nine guys in the rotation. Um, when you get to these these Big Ten games, when you got that deep of a rotation as a player, you know I'm going to get 
maybe five minutes. If I turn it over, I might not play 20 minutes. Or if I play well, I hit my first couple shots, I'll play 20 minutes. Where now, Brevin and all uh, Micah Potter is playing well. They, they know they don't have to worry about making a mistake because they're really only seven or eight deep. Uh, so it's it's shortened up that bench a little bit, and everybody's knowing their roles, and it just it worked out well for this group. Man, I appreciate it. I got to get you to that couch with that food so you can watch uh, Indiana, Wisconsin. Zach, thank you so much. We're going to have Jake on at eleven thirty, and and I'm going to ask him about having those three rings and what he thinks of the rings <laughs> you've got. Zach, I thank you very much. Have a good day. Absolutely. See you guys. Have you, fun, Dad. All right, buddy. Love you, man. <laughs> Love you. Wow. Kids growing up, man. You remember when he sat in here when he was a sophomore or something, and uh, he's. Uh, He's all grown up. You're proud of him. Oh yeah, he's done a great job for himself. You know, being a Badger, you know, we were, uh, as parents, we were a little concerned when he was going to walk on and uh, the money that we we're going to have to spend for college. Uh, but you know, he earned his way, and he's he he proved himself. And we, were, I was just hoping he'd get on the floor a little bit in in the five years that he was going to be there. I was hoping he'd get on the floor and be able to touch the court. And I could say my kid played on the Cole Center court in college and. For him to do what he did and be a part of that run that they made was just is the most incredible thing I could even imagine. Yeah, I I like I told you a million times, loved loved watching that kid play. We're gonna get to a break. Other side of the break, Dave Lachnick, West Dallas Central is gonna join us, and uh, we'll talk to him about this year. I went to watch him at Wisconsin Lutheran a few uh, a month and a half ago. Walked in, they're warming up. Got to walk behind the bench at West Dallas Central, and I go, hey. No, I don't want to see you get too technical tonight because I'm going to sit down there. It's going to be a walk of shame if you got to walk past me. Well, he got the second, and it was bad <laughs> why he got it. And he had to do that walk, and I felt horrible. I was just kidding, man, but we'll talk. Well, we won't talk about that, but we'll talk about this team and the West Dallas Central Bulldogs on the other side. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by our local pick-and-save stores, on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Some of the best high school basketball in the state is played right here in southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Now with former Marquette High and Concordia University coach David Cooks, here's 105.7 FM The Fans High School Insider. Big time, Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Having some issues with the phones, uh, we're going to try to reach out to Dave Malachek. Got Jerry Pettigue coming up. At, uh, and might have Steve Collins coming up. We did call him, but we got his voicemail. Might try to get him. Jake's coming up, Jake Showalter. So hopefully we can get the phone lines uh, figure it out before that. How much? Uh, how much did you pay attention to high school basketball this year? Other than what you were doing at Saint Augustine, Are, were you involved in it? Did you watch it? Did you go to any games? Any of that? Well, it was interesting because last summer uh, I was not coaching yet, and uh, Jerry Pettigrew reached out to me actually and uh, wanted to get together with some coaches and talk about things that uh, my teams did in the past. So. We got together with uh, Coach Boos from Sun Prairie. Sure. 
uh, and Coach Pettigrew, we met down at a restaurant. They bought me breakfast, and uh, that's awesome. We talked about we talked basketball for about three hours on on a on a weekday morning in the summer, and it was just great to to still be involved. And, and it was interesting to um, know that they still respected what I did and respected what I kind of what I was able to accomplish in basketball and can, wanted to use some of my stuff. Can I can I stop you there for a second? Do you do you um do you question that? Because you live in your own bubble, obviously, but do you question that? Well, pe- uh, the certain circles I <laughs> run in, there's no question about. Pettigrew has been coaching for what sixty years, and uh, for him to call me and ask me if he could use some of the stuff that I kind of was using with my good teams was a huge honor. In fact, he just texted me last week and said they're they're undefeated and using a lot of their high low actions and showtime stuff that we talked about this summer so it's pretty cool for him to be using some stuff that i talked to him about he uh he's got a lot of wins doesn't he oh yeah he's, <laughs> he's got a few he has got a few <laughs> and and you know if anybody's going to play him at the state tournament maybe go buy showy breakfast <laughs> figure out what he's doing hey we did get uh we got dave Malachek, head basketball coach at west Dallas central sam thank you for figuring out the phones hey coach how you doing today i'm good how you doing mike good hey Good, good, thank you. Hey, I just told him uh, about our experience when I came over to watch you at Wisconsin Lutheran. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's all right. Hey, man. I, I hear about it, man. It's all good. Man, what, <laughs> hey, that, I, look, I'll apologize, but that was you. Well, the first one was your fault. The second one, yeah. I may blame somebody else. Exactly. We won't get into it. <laughs> no, we will not. Coach, uh, how's the team playing? And, and uh, you guys uh, starting to play pretty well. This is a good time of, time of the year to play well, right? That's what you always shoot for. You know, regular season is to get ready for the playoffs, you know. So this is where you want to be playing your best. And, we, we you know, we've been playing all right. Um, you know, we had a tough, tough schedule. You know, yep. the conference was, uh, you know, really good this year. And then we loaded up on a non-conference, you know, and uh, playing, you know, a bunch of Saturdays just to get ready, you know, back-to-back nights and get ready for this time of the year. Hey, Coach, you guys play uh, at home against Milwaukee Marquette. And it's a four o'clock tip, so it gives yep. guys like me a chance to get to two games if we want to. And <laughs> again, my wife's listening right now; she's shaking her head. I thought we we're going to stay home and rent a movie or something tonight, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I'm sure you've you've looked at Milwaukee Marquette, and they I don't know if they had the kind of year that Milwaukee Marquette normally does, but that's always a tough outcome playoff time. No, Casey does a great job with that, you know, with that team, and you know they're battle tested with the conference that they play in. So, you know, you play all those teams in there. It's, it's tough to, have, you know, it's you're going to struggle a little bit in that conference. So, it's going to be tough for us. Hey, the um, the three seed that you got, um, you felt pretty good. Warranted that that three seed. I yeah, you know. Um, I, I thought we could have been up at the two, you know, with the non-conference schedule that we had. But two, three at this time, it really doesn't matter, you know. Well, uh, it, it, it it's all about us going out and uh, playing our basketball. That's my biggest thing. Look, and no disrespect to anybody in your bracket, but I'd rather be in your bracket than that other one. Uh definitely. <laughs> that 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 other one when you're Milwaukee King and you're undefeated and you get the four seed. No, I'll. No, that's- I'll play those Racine teams and those Kenosha teams if if I have to to stay to stay out of that or maybe that Franklin team if they beat Kenosha Tremper. Hey, coach, when I saw you play, 
Um, a nice mix of, of young kids and, and, and some senior leadership on that team. You guys had a great year last year. How, how many of those guys that got to the Cole Center are back with you? Uh, well, uh, Shiloh's back, you know, uh, our senior, uh, our leader. And then uh, we had Joshua Tolfer. He was a, fre- uh, was a freshman last year. He was playing, and then he's a sophomore now. And Jaquanis Rhodes, a point guard. And then we also had uh, Day-Day and Javon played some minutes last year. Yep. Up there. So, you know, we have five, six guys that, you know, played last year, had, you know, played good minutes for us. So got experience, but we're still a little bit young, so. Boy, the, the toll-free kid looked really good to me. He's come a long way. Yes, he has. He's coming into his own right now. Um, you know, and, and, you know, Shiloh has done a great job um, helping him through that. And the kid that really has taken a step for us is uh, Jaquanis, the point guard. Uh, really matured. Um, handling team and running the stuff for us. Well, Coach, good luck today. Again, uh, at home, 4 o'clock against Milwaukee Marquette. Should be a good crowd because a lot of people can get do that whole doubleheader thing. Um, good luck today, and if you get this one, uh, certainly good luck against the winner against Kenosha Tremper and Franklin. All right, sounds good. I appreciate it, Mike. You got it. Thank you. Good luck, David. Hey, Steve, thanks. Appreciate it, man. Take it easy. Steve, how much, uh, when you have some kids that have experience through that journey, through the ride, and then get in the state, so those kids that were juniors and sophomores when you won your first one, how much did that help them experience-wise for the next year? You know, it was interesting because Zach's senior year, our first uh, state championship, we were pretty much all seniors except for Fisher. Uh, Luke was a junior that year. Uh, They all graduated, and we kind of had to – you know, refill with guys that were on our second team, our second group, and uh, guys that were actually coming off the JV were going to get some minutes as well. And for us to to reload and then be able to do it again, and granted we had the best player in the state that year, you know, be, you know Bronson, Matt Thomas, and, and Luke Fisher were talked about that whole season, and, and Luke was, you know, for us, was the best player, and he carried us all the way through. Um, hey, that, that was big for us. Um, he got injured at one point in his high school career, and I don't, I can't remember the year or even what happened. But all I know is Kevin McKenna went to the WAC, Germantown, at ten o'clock on a Wednesday night by himself. He, there's nobody in the place except one guy, and it was him. And he was in there getting after it, lifting and getting stronger, and he got his headset on. And he was just going, and the, McKenna like sent me a text. He goes. Like there's one person in the whack, and and this kid's going at getting after it, and here's who it is, and he was coming off injury, and he was so impressed that at ten o'clock at night when there was nobody else in the place, this kid just got after it. That didn't surprise you. What's he doing now? Do you know? He was last I heard he was playing in Canary Islands. Uh, he's married and had just had a baby. Good for him. Um, I'm not sure where he's playing now, but uh, he's had a very nice career and made some good money playing the game of basketball. Nice kid. He's a great kid, and that's the first story, time I've heard that story about him being yeah. at the WAC late at night. I, actually, I probably uh, was on him the next day for not working hard <laughs> enough or something. But um, uh, yeah, and, that's and, a great and story. McKenna was was like, you can't believe this kid, and he. You know, he could be at home, he could be out, you know, with his buddies or, yep. you know, with some girl, and he's here, and he's really getting after it. So, good for I, him. Yeah, really good for him. And the, the reason he came home, I, I I thought good for him as well. You know, I heard yeah. some stories about why he came back to Marquette. 
and I thought that was pretty cool the way they handled that. And you know what? I it you can't come home and and boy did they love him here. You know they they definitely loved him here. So we're gonna get to a break. Jerry Pettigrew is gonna join us on the other side of the break. The all time winningest coach in the history of the state of Wisconsin. He's still coaching, and he's got a really good chance to get back to the Kohl Center. His Cuba City team undefeated and playing awfully well. And we'll talk to him on the other side of the break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by our local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Steve Showalter. We're going to reach out here in a minute and talk to Jerry Pettigrew, head basketball coach at Cuba City. We're going to also talk with Jake Showalter and then try to get a hold of uh, Steve Collins, head coach at uh, Madison Memorial. We tried him a couple times, got his voicemail, and then I got a text from him. So we'll try to reach him before the end of the show. How hard was this for you this year? And maybe it wasn't hard at all. But to be able to, to to coach a group of kids without the kind of pressure that you've had everywhere else you've coached, I, I can't imagine you had more than 30 people at any game. It wasn't like you guys were going trying to get to the Kohl Center or had, you know, the, the student section that Germantown had, which was incredible, didn't have any of that. How, was that hard for you? I think at first, in my mind, it was, it was tough for me, but... Um... You know, just being around the community at the school I'm at um, is, is a wonderful experience for me every day. Uh, it's they gave me the opportunity to, you know, they told me uh, we want the best people here in this building, and they they were looking for a the best basketball coach they could find, and they got me instead. <laughs> oh no! Well, yeah, resume <laughs> looks pretty good until you meet you in person. No, I'm no but uh, you know, I was working security there, and just I was comfortable with that. And as a as a retired police officer, I was I was just calm and comfortable. And the the, the coach that was there last year resigned and took a job at Brook Academy. He's he's coaching out there okay. with Coach Clary, um, and the job just kind of opened up, and so I got a chance. And it's been fun. the The boys, uh, they're all soccer players, so they kind of understand a little bit about uh, about the game. Um, but we've had to start from square one as far as jump stops and pivots and how to make a layup and how not to travel. And it's it's been interesting. Uh, but we we play pressure and you know we play as hard as we can. The kids play hard, and uh, we're just slowly trying to get a culture of basketball there. Well, I always love soccer players because they can run all day, but they none of them can shoot a lick, can they? Well, to get them to catch it was our first <laughs> yeah, step, and then to be able to shoot hands. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. <laughs> well, the the, uh, the winningest coach in high school basketball history in the state of Wisconsin is from a beautiful part of the state. I think uh, that part where Cuba City is, it's just as, as, as pretty a part of the state, and they do play some unbelievably strong basketball and Cuba City this year's got an awfully good team and and coached by Hall of Fame coach Jerry Pettigrew who's joining us right now. Coach, how you been? Hey, thanks, Mike. Uh, I've been good, my friend. I've been good. Hey, so uh, coach, does does this time of year get any easier? If you know the the more years you coached, it doesn't get any easier. I can't imagine you're still not sleeping great, right? No, you hit it right, and. Uh... 
before I go on, I gotta. You got Steve Showalter in the studio, all right? Yes, I do, <laughs> hey, Coach. My goodness, uh, he uh, uh, from afar. We uh, we met in Rockford, Illinois, last summer, and uh, a number of coaches and Steve, and he went through his high-low offense, and it's been a gold mine for Cuba City. So if uh, we're fortunate enough to uh, do some damage here in the tournament, a lot of the credit goes to Steve Showalter because that high low has been very, very effective. I don't have quite the players that he has, but uh, we're decent. Hey, you know, Coach, if you, maybe what we'll do is leave after the show and take the drive to Cuba City to see him play Fenimore tonight at 7 o'clock. I'm sure Jerry would get us in on that one. I would hope so. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's for sure. There'd be two tickets at the door for you two guys. But uh, your, to your question, Mike, no, it doesn't become any easier. Uh, Steve knows, and you know, you try to become bulletproof. Uh, how can you get away from grinders? That's all I see is grinders, and we've been fortunate this year. Uh, we, uh, you know, we're twenty-three and zero, and our closest. Um, we've only had one game closer than ten points. And uh, we've had a running clock in seven of them. And uh, uh, the one game was Fenimore. They took us double overtime up at their place. But then when we got them back down here, we beat them by 22. So uh, it'll be a tough game tonight, but uh, we're quietly confident. Let's put it that way. Well, Fenimore last night beat uh, the defending state champs on New Glarus, and, and, and they beat them uh, 63-51. You guys uh, got a nice win and 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 I think, Coach, when when you're a team like Fenimore who beat you the first time, lost you the second time, you know they've got to feel like okay, at least we got a shot at this thing because we did have some success, at least kind of success against them the first time. We had talked earlier in the show that that teams will start making adjustments, especially when they play somebody for the third time. Do you think that they're going to make some adjustments against you guys tonight and try some different, maybe a zone or play man if they did play zone? Well, they predominantly start out in man and go to a two-three zone. Uh, they, you know, they got a six-nine kid, a six-ten kid, and uh, a, a tremendous point guard, uh, and so they're a really, really capable team. Uh, I don't think that they're going to make many adjustments. I think that they're going to do what they've done before against us. Uh, we are not going to, uh, you know, at this particular time of the year, do what you do and do it better. Uh, one of the things that we've done all year long is push the basketball. I mean, uh, we've got uh, – um, they're not soccer players, but they can run. Uh, and so <laughs> – we run, run, run. I don't use my bench very often. I've been criticized for that. But uh, uh, Shoei knows, I mean, what the heck. Uh, this time of the year, you should be able to go uh, uh, 36 minutes without uh, being too tired. Can, can you imagine uh, the people, if anybody criticizes Jerry Pettigrew, they can criticize anybody then at that point, right? I mean... He's won more games than anybody. He's got state championships all over the place, and they're criticizing him because he doesn't use his bench enough. They're always going to find something. They're going to find something. Fault you for. Well, 
uh, you know, Mike, I, I appreciate the kind comments, but, hell, I, you know, I've been a varsity coach now for, this is my 49th year at Cuba <laughs> City, four years over at the, what is now Blackhawk High School in South Wayne. That time it was Gratiot. Uh, so for 53 years, hell, Mike, if you only won 10 games a year, you'd win 500. Uh, <laughs> just, uh, yeah, I think more impressive has been I've been able to stick with it, the longevity. As far as being a better coach, uh, there's a lot of coaches in the league that are better, or not in the league, but in the state that are better coaches than I am. And you're talking to one. That guy is amazing. And uh, if uh, he's good, he gets a semblance of talent, he'll turn it around the same way with your buddy Paul Wallersheim. He, uh, he's amazing, too. So you get a lot of amazing guys in there, and, and uh, you yourself uh, have done that. You know, I always remember those days when I looked down at the other side and both in 2011 and 2012, and I'm staring Dominican in the face, and I'd say, damn it. Uh, because they were really well coached and, and you had talent too. Well, that I, I'm telling you, people ask me, you know, all the years you coached 36, can you give us some of the best games you were ever involved with? And the first one I go to is the Cuba City game up at West Bend because Coach Pettigrew, that, that team you had was unbelievable and the game itself was incredible and it came down, you know, to the last two minutes of the game and we hit a we hit a couple of buckets and got a stop and and I it, it I thought it was the two best teams in the state. I really did. I thought that was a state championship game and it was a shame that you had to come all the way for a Saturday afternoon game from Cuba City. Those kids got on the bus quite a bit earlier than our kids had to get up from their bed, so it was a great game. Yeah, it was a great game, and I, I've always that was my first uh, really a chance to meet you and, and Paul, and and uh, it was my biggest strength about that game was going to West Bend, and they didn't have a floor. It was at one of those tartan turfs oh, or something it, like. Yes, it was tartan turf. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Give me a wood floor at least, would you? And, uh, but. Uh, you know, everybody always thinks, oh, boy, Cuba City, uh, Jerry Pettigrew, he gets all the breaks. Now, I think sometimes the officials go out and they say, well, the old man's over there. We don't want to show partialism. And so uh, I'm a little bit leery all the time, to be honest with you. I've hey, been around too long. Steve, you know what I love about the story that he gave about having breakfast with you in Rockford? Look, for for, for, for guys, for, for young coaches that are coming up, now you've been in it five, ten years. If a guy who's been a head coach 53 years is willing to make a call and meet you in Rockford for breakfast to talk about your high low, these guys got to get to clinics, they got to get to camps, they got to talk to guys who have been in the game. I always did that. I wanted to talk to guys that were way better than I was, that I want to talk to guys because we steal everything. That's what we do as coaches. And the fact that Jerry Pettigrew would meet you for breakfast to pick your brain about the high-low is really impressive to me. And I think I might have had that wrong. I don't, I don't think he bought breakfast that morning. Oh. I'm not sure. Who, oh, Pettig- but- Hold on, Pettigrew. Did you buy or not? <laughs> I did buy. Okay. <laughs> All right. We got to make sure who bought. And maybe did the, you didn't buy. Did you show Walter? Maybe. I'm not sure how that yeah, went. Okay. Man, that's <laughs> awesome. Hey, but Mike, one, one final thing, Mike, that I want to say. Yes. And you hit it right on the head. When you stop learning, I don't care how many years you've been in it, that's the time you better get out. 
you better get out. I know this past summer, not only did I meet with Showalter, I brought Tom Desantel to Cuba City because I knew we were going to have a, a group of runners, and nobody did it better than Desantel at Sheboygan North. So I wanted to get his drills and what he did, and I think that's, that's how you become a much better coach is bring in that Forrest Larson, uh, bring in that Paul Wallersheim, bring in that Steve Showalter, bring in that Mike McGivern, and uh, you're going to learn. You're going to learn. Hey, we, we did some great things at Calvary Baptist. Just ask Showy about that. Hey, thank you so much, Coach. Good luck tonight against Fenimore. And uh, one way or the other, I'm sure I'll see you up at Madison. But good luck, to, good luck tonight, and uh, make sure you take care of business. Hey, thank you very much, Mike and Steve. Good talking to you, good luck. Too, my friend. Thank you. Let's, let's get to a break. Other side. Look, I'm not kidding. That's really impressive to me that, that he – like he meets with Destel, meets with you, because he's got a group of kids that are going to play a little different than he's used to and is going to pick some people's brains about it. Um, when I said that, and I think you'd agree, when you're a coach who's been doing it five, ten years, and all of a sudden you think you know everything, man, if, if Coach Pettigrew's willing to go and either buy breakfast or eat breakfast, we'll have to figure that part out, um, and and sit and try to pick your brain about it, I, I there's no reason that all of us shouldn't be trying to figure out what other guys are doing and sit and have a cup of coffee and, and say, look, we're going to run this this time and this year, and this is the kind of kids we have. Uh, it's, I'm starting to feel old. and We're talking about Desitel, we're talking about Pettigrew, guys that have been around for 50 years in the game. But you know, just to sit down at the whiteboard and the, the marker and to go over things and with our notes, and you know, he wanted copies of all my notes and things that we've done over the years, and it was just an honor yes. to sit down with him and – you know, I've known him since I played at Platteville, and he was around. He looked about the same back then as he does now. But uh, just to, to be in, in the same at the same table with him talking basketball was was a huge honor for me. I went to watch them play at um, at the WBY shootout, and I, I don't I don't know how old he is, but he's been coaching fifty four years. A lot of energy on the sidelines. Like I, I was like, man, he's still getting after it, and he didn't miss. I mean, the ref would would miss a travel and he'd be like, Hey, he drew, he, he traveled. Are you yeah. missing this? I mean, he didn't miss anything. He was right on top of everything, making the adjustments, calling timeout, getting the board out. And, uh, that was impressive to me. He still loves it. My younger son, Jake is still down in the Platteville area. So they get together uh, once in a while and they go down to Cuba city and they practice against those guys. Oh, really? And, uh, he said he's the same in practice. He's just got energy, and he's running practice and running up. Not running, but he's sure. up and down the court like he should be. And uh, those practices are amazing, and J- Jake uh, Jake is loving that, too. I, I got a feeling I could finally beat him on one-on-one, I think. I, maybe I have to drive to Cuba City and challenge Coach Pettigrew on, on something like that. He'd watch. He'd still beat me and then come <laughs> on the air and make fun of me. Speaking of Jake, we're going to talk to Jake Showalter on the other side. He's down in Platteville. What's he doing? He's a salesman for General Beverage, and uh, he's doing really well. In fact, he he told me he was salesman of the month last month. So he's, boy, he's doing pretty well, and he's still playing ball when he can. He's still hitting threes. I'm I'm <laughs> sure about that. And we'll talk to him about his high school days and winning three state championships. Not like one like his, his older brother did. He got three. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by our local pick and save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan, and Mike McGivern alongside Steve Showalter. I just reminded him the first thing he ever said on this show that I do. I couldn't get him to come in. I, I finally convinced him about a couple of other things that were going on. I get him in. I do a bunch of research. I got Steve Showalter. It's a big get for me. I get him, and I open up with, man, did you really average 50, 50 points a game in an Irish professional league? And he goes, yeah. I go, really? He goes, have you ever seen the Irish play? I go, I'm Irish. He goes, exactly. And I thought, oh, I'm going to love this guy, man. He's my guy now because he's really, he is willing to bust me up on my own show the first three minutes. Going to love this guy. We're now joined by his younger boy. Jake Showalter down the Platteville area. You still hitting threes? Jake, you there? Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Good. Are you, st- are you still hitting threes? I'm hitting a couple, but I got to tell you, I grew up hearing the story about how many points my dad had <laughs> played in that league. He, no matter how good of a game we ever had, he'd be like, yeah, you know how many I averaged over there? So don't don't worry. He never let any of us forget it, dude. His timing on this thing, I I I'm just telling you, I will never forget it. He, I mean, it was one two minutes into the first time he was on my show in my studio, and he was busting me up. It was perfect, exactly the way I like this kind of stuff. Hey, so he had also told me that you benefited a lot from him coaching Zach because the mistakes that he learned coaching Zach, he never. He didn't have to do any of that stuff with you. Right, yeah. No, we definitely learned a lot uh, growing up. I think it was good for um, him to get the experience with Zach for a couple years before I got into high school. Kind of learn how to work with us, uh, work coaching for your kids. Um, I mean, it wasn't always easy. I think Zach can tell you that too. But um, I think we had a pretty successful career and figured things out. um, And uh, we all enjoyed it all around. Hey, we did. We had Zach on earlier, and I said, "Now wait a second. Your younger brother has three state championships, and then he went off into his Big Ten rings, his Final Four, and he said, look, he we can have that discussion, my younger brother and I.' But I think I win. Yeah, I know. I was listening. I didn't think I'd have to come on here and defend my honor right away. But yeah, I, I hey. got those. Uh, I got three rings, and I got two collegiate rings. That so I got some silverware to myself that I'm pretty proud of. I know it's may not be as impressive as his uh, rings and silverware with Wisconsin in his final fours, but hey, that's kind of hard to compete with. Hey, I got to tell you, and guys like me that do what I do here, that game that you had up at the state tournament, I, I, I didn't see it coming. I don't think a lot of people saw it coming. Not sure if your your dad saw it coming. Um, was it just one of those games where the hoop looked as big as the ocean and, and everything you were you were you were firing was going in? Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody could have saw it coming. I didn't see it myself coming. Um, you know, I get out there and I make my first shot. I'm nervous. I'm just a sophomore, and the first one goes in. You know, that's such a huge confidence booster. And then they just kept going in. And I remember I was talking to Dad about this uh, earlier this week, and we were saying that. You know, I was basically as a sophomore, all I did was shoot the ball. I mean, that's what I've been known for. And then I drove baseline and threw up a little floater and went in. And we're like, what the heck was that? You know, that's not something that's in my arsenal. And we're going up against Madison Memorial, who at that time was the best team in the state for five years in a row or whatever it was. And it's like, why am I throwing that up? But yeah, after I saw those first couple shots and go in, I just had that confidence. 
Hey Steve, when when the, when that's going on, and again, I coach my son, so I, I I have a little bit of feeling, you know, not at the cold center on that kind of stage, but you, you got to kind of giggle yourself a little bit as he's he's going through this where he's he's knocking shot after shot. You've seen it in practice. You've seen you know he can play at that level, but for him to do it on that stage at that time, did you enjoy it while it was happening, or did you have to wait until it was over? You know, the one thing I can I can honestly remember is after he made a, f- a couple, when he would get the ball in the corner and let it go, the, the, the crowd would be silent. I could s- literally hear the crowd get silent and then just explode. Like our fans were incredible at that time. And I, it, from the time the ball got to him to the time the ball hit the net, it was just, it was like in slow motion for me. And I couldn't Man, believe it. That's awesome. And, and that's the one thing I can remember about that particular game is just him catching in the corner a couple times, and then we we set up a whole press break against them because our our starting uh, guard that year got hurt, and so Jake had to play a lot more that game, um, and so his job was to run to the corner and and if he caught it, shoot it because their press was so tough otherwise, and it worked, um, and I, that's the one thing I can remember is just that sound of that Cole Center, and that was packed that night. And for us to experience that as you know, a father and two sons was oh, just man. incredible for us. Hey, Jake, what we're talking to you guys today about your you know your high school career and and how hard for for you it must have been for that for for three in a row. We're, we talked to Dan Wandry and and it's incredibly difficult. I I was at Dominican. We won back to back, and that second one was really difficult because you're everybody's big game. Well, that third year must have even been harder because everybody's taking their shots at you, correct? Right, yeah. Like, you were talking about earlier in the show how you go from being the hunter to the hunted. Um, those second two years, my junior and senior year, I mean, every game you just have that huge target on your back. Everyone's gunning for you. And, you know, even if it's a game in the beginning of the season, somebody takes you down, you know, that's just going to give them so much more confidence throughout their season to – ultimately come back in the playoffs and you know they're going to have that chip on their shoulder for the rest of the year so it's just something that um we knew that in practice we worked harder than anybody else in the state um we had to keep that mindset throughout the season and take that into the playoffs um zach alluded to it earlier when he was on that you know this is the this is the time of the year that everybody looks forward to um everybody's excited we always preach um Next game, you know, this is the most important game we're going to be playing. It's the next game because there's not going to be any more games if we don't if we don't focus on this one. But you know, it's always in the back of your mind that you want to get back to the Cole Center. That's the the pinnacle of high school basketball in Wisconsin. So you just always got to play with that chip on your shoulder so that you can hopefully live to see that experience. Hey, Jake, I had uh, I had the opportunity to to. Um, speak at at a basketball academy's award banquet, and I followed Steve Novak, which I, I don't know who set up the schedule, but I said, hey, I've got a Novak story. You should stick around. He said, no, I don't think I, I want to hear that. And he started laughing. I said, no, no, it's not about you. And I talked about his brother, Chris, and he followed Steve. And Chris is a totally different player, but Chris, I coached against Chris, and we had no answer for him. But he was a kid who was strong. He was around the basket. He went block to block a little bit, and he picked up a lot of garbage play, and he took charges, and he boxed out and rebound. And people would be like, well, he's not Steve. 
And I was like, yeah, you're right. He's not Steve, but man, is he a handful in just a different way. Was that difficult for you following your brother? Because I would assume that you heard when people would go, well, he's not Zach. Yeah, I mean, growing up um, in high school, even in college, you know, the, the one of the most frequent questions I get asked is, well, can you take your brother in one-on-one? And I'm like, you know how many times I've <laughs> I've gotten that question, and the answer is always no. I, I mean, Zach is an unbelievable basketball player, but I think our games are very different um, to compare. Really um, different. You know, to my, yeah, to what we do. Um, I think they're completely different complete different skill sets and um i mean i learned a lot from him but that i just knew that was never going to be a style of play that i would play at um but yeah it's it's nice i mean i got a lot of experience and when i was in college i ended up playing the four at platteville and working inside and banging inside where zach was obviously an undersized guard at wisconsin so you know he was never banging in there but when i was playing at platteville they just i could play down there at being six four bigger guard so but I also being able to step out and shoot the three so yeah our games are just never one in the same you know hey and, and look I keep asking these questions coach and I'm sorry I'm not letting you in but I'm so interested in this how when when they went on that 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 run and got to the finals could you enjoy watching him play or were you a nervous wreck the whole time so I Never, ever got nervous for a basketball game, uh, high school or college. Uh, maybe a little during playoffs in college, but nothing that was overwhelming. But sitting in the stands watching Zach play, I was a nervous wreck. But if it was just a regular conference game or especially in the playoffs, I know the last game out at uh, Madison Square Garden in New York, I, you know, I'm sweating, I'm shaking. But, yeah, I've, I get more nervous watching Zach play than I ever did playing on my own. Yeah, the two of us were sitting outside the square garden after the game, after that kid from Florida oh. hit the shot, and uh, I'm I'm bawling my eyes out sitting on the steps of in New York City in the in the middle of the city, and you know, like you talk about with your last game that yeah. your your son played, Matthew. Yep. Um, you know, there there's not many times that you get to go out with a celebration. A lot, a lot of March Madness is heartbreak, and but you know. With both of my kids at the college level, anyway, went out on heartbreaking shots and uh, made me appreciate all the more the the good things, the good times that we got to go out on. Boy, that uh, how beautiful is that? You know, these two look; these brothers love each other, man. And and for one to say, yeah, I never was nervous when I played, but I was really nervous watching him play. Um, I, I love that. Hey, Jake, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate. Uh, uh, you, your willingness to come on this show and, and talk about the high school experience. And, and you uh, you enjoy living in that Platteville area? Yeah, I do. Um, I still play ball about once a week. I go down to Dubuque. And, uh, yeah, I've gone over and scrimmaged against Coach Pettigrew's team, and he has a heck of a team. Um, they're talking about that high-low offense, that showtime that we ran at Germantown, and he's running it now. And I don't, I don't remember how – fast we used to go and these kids you know they're cruising up and down the court not getting tired at all and i'm here puffing and puffing <laughs> trying to keep keep up with these high school kids you know it's not the same anymore it's it's age pal it's age <laughs> yeah, and you're still a young downhill. buck but downhill from where you're at um jake thank you so much i really appreciate it um 
Anytime you get back to Milwaukee, let me know. I'd love to get you back in studio, and I, I've I've got about two hours of questions that I could I could ask you. So anytime you get to to Milwaukee, please let me know. I'd love to get you in studio. Yeah, I will. Sounds good. I appreciate it. You got it, uh, Jake Showalter. Man, so if you the three of you play, who wins? You don't you don't you don't win anymore, do you? I don't win anymore. No, you know they're uh, they're playing in a tournament, that Holy Cross tournament, right? Okana um, in April. And uh, I begged them to put me on the roster <laughs> yes. because, you know, I played in that tournament for over 20 years. And for me to get on their roster and play with the, with the three of us on the court just one more time would be an incredible feeling for me. But I don't know if they're going to put me on or not. Oh, you give me I, – I got Zach's number. They're putting you on. I'm, maybe I'll do my show live from there. Yeah. That would, how awesome would that be? Let's get to a break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by our local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Uh, welcome to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You know, during the break, we talk about things that are off the record. And so um, we're going to keep that off the record. Can you never know? Uh, come on closer a little bit. Oh, there sorry. You go. Yeah, we'll keep that. You never know. Never know. Um, you got to be so proud of these boys. Why do they, they handle themselves well on the air? My goodness. And, you know, I love the fact that Jake says, look, we're two different players. When I when I the, the the Chris Novak to Steve Novak thing I think is a good comparison I, I do Steve was known, you know he was he was really flashy he could shoot the lights out and Chris was just that guy who was tougher than anybody and he could rebound like crazy and he could finish around the basket and he wasn't flashy, so people are like well he's not Steve Novak and I'm and I'd be like dude I, we 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 had Ray Nixon. Who get his hand up on Steve? We got no answer for Chris. Right. We nobody that tough, and 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 certainly Jake had to go through some of that. Oh, right? for sure. I, I, you know, crowds would chant at him. You know, it was interesting because when Zach came up, it was you know Daddy's boy, Daddy's boy. Well, then when Jake was playing, it was you know Zach was better, Zach, <laughs> and all that stuff. Oh. But Jake took that as a compliment because Zach was pretty good. So he, he was really good, and we had you know we had really good players through those years at all the spots so um you know you, you it wasn't did. just about two boys right. and I, I know a lot of coaches through the years and a lot of kids through the years you know their their the coach's kid was the high score and he had to you know set all these records you know i could have done that or we could have tried to do that with with my boys because they had that ability um but playing on a team and playing with a bunch of buddies that were doing something special that was what they wanted and that was what I wanted. It was much well, more fun for us. Look, you t- and and there's only one answer to this question. I guess you could give me the the one that would be wrong. But if that's the way you went about your business, there's no chance he plays at Wisconsin. In my view, they they took him at Wisconsin because of exactly the way because he was a team guy. Will take charges. He went up there as a scorer. And to get on the floor, he said, okay, if I got to get on the floor, I'll defend, I'll box out, I'll make the pass you want me to make. I, and he did all that. I would have guys working here that, is he like a one-trick pony? Does he just play defense? I go, golly, you should, no, 
he he could he could score fifteen at any time. He could score whenever he wants, but understand he's trying to stay within the system because that gets him more time on the floor, and that is what's best for that team for sure. So if you had done that, I don't know if what happened to his life would have happened. And for sure, you know, Sam Sam Decker was is now to this day is Zach's best friend. They were roommates and. You know, he played Division Five, and his dad needed him to score 35 points a game. Yes. And they ended up being roommates and totally different. They come from different spots, but, you know, they end up working really well together. But that's what kind of you have to do at the smaller schools. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that would have transpired if he would have played at our level, but I think Sam proved that he can play at any level by the time he was done. Right. But uh, the two personalities just meshed really well through the years there, too. Yeah, that's why Matthew had such a great success at Calvary Baptist. Seven boys on the team, the Caucasian Invasion. And you know what? But we had a couple kids that could play. You know, not not at the Germantown level as far as the team, but at the little post and step of, of what we were, we were pretty good. I mean, they, there were some kids that could, could play at, you know, the Division Three level and, and, and do well at it. Was there a time... And, and, and I don't know if this ever happened to you. So Matthew sets a school record for a system of his junior year. And we I, we talked about it. We didn't even talk to Terry about it. It was our thing, father and son. And we saw the record, and I said, you got a chance to get this here. So he's the opposite of me. Don't tell anybody. Let's just, it'll be between me and you. And I said, you're three away to tie it. So when you get to three, give me a fist pump, Right. And when you when you get the four, you know, give me whatever whatever I said up in the stands. And he got the three, and he kind of gave me a nod, and at four he gave me the fist pump, and they blew the whistle, and he thought there was a timeout. So I stood up and clapped because I knew what had just happened. Yeah. And the P announcer said, hey, we just had a school record broken. And Steve, if he could have shot me with eyeballs, if he had uh, gotten um, bullets in his eyeballs, he would have shot me. He was so mad at me, and I was like, I didn't tell them. They took the ball, put the number on, right? He kind of waved, took a dribble, and made me the passed me the ball up on top. And I don't know, it, it was like slow motion coming, and I thought, well, catch it or it's going to dot you. But all the crap we went through in AAU, in grade school basketball, in some high school stuff that kind of just kind of went away. Like, it, it, from that moment on, everything was positive. And we laughed about the stuff that happened in AAU and that happened in grade school. And I'm not sure what about that moment it was, but it's really odd that we were then able to just put all the other bad stuff behind. Did you have those moments with your kids? I had uh, right before we went to the state tournament, uh, Zach's senior year, so it would have been Jake's sophomore year, uh, we were practicing at um, the Al McGuire Center, getting ready to play in the big court. And uh, things weren't going well. It was the it was the Wednesday before we we're gonna leave the next day to get ready for state, and uh, things were not going well. And Zach was the captain. Zach was the leader, so I was on him really hard. And um, somebody messed up again, so I got on the guys again, and I said, "Let's just start running." Well, we started running, and uh, you know we usually ran up and down the court ten times or whatever for a, for a punishment, I guess you'd say. And uh, Zach kept running. And he kept running and kept running, and the team kept following him. He he kept running for probably twenty minutes because he knew that as a leader he was going to take over the team right then. It wasn't just about me and him anymore. It was he was taking over the team, and he kept running until he knew that the team was going to keep following him. 
and for the next you know week of the season, um, it was it was all him. He just he just took over. Man, that's a great story. That's a wonderful. It's good for him. It's almost like the movie Miracle where Ruzioni goes, you know, I'm from where where am I from? I'm from USA. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. yeah that's what that is. Boy, this has been a fun show for me. And, you know, we tried to get a hold of Craig Heisey from Arrowhead, and, and time-wise we couldn't do it. Um, we we tried to get a hold of Steve Collins. We kept going to voicemail. And I apologize to you guys, but, man, talking to, to Corey Shield, the head coach of the girls program, Martin Luther and Mark Miller and Jerry Pettigrew and Dan Wandry and, and you know, and Dave Malachek, who is – as good as they get, this has been a good show, but talking to your, your sons has been the best part for me. And I appreciate your willingness to come in. You know that uh, I'm a big fan of yours, and you know there are some guys that are Showalter guys and some guys that aren't. I happen to be one that, that is. So I, I uh, have a lot of respect for you and, as a dad and as a coach and the stuff that you do. So I appreciate you coming in. Is, is this your... Uh, is, do you have a chance to, to take St. Augustine and put him on the map, or is this going to be a small school of Calvary Baptist kind of thing? Hey, St. Augustine is on the map. I'm just a part of it. I, yeah. I hope that uh, and not that their good basketball program isn't. No, we will. Uh, we but will the, continue to get better. The we facility hope. is. Yes. it's awesome. Yes. C. Showalter, thank you so much for coming in, man. It's good to see you. Thank you very much. You bet. I this, love being here. This has really been a good show, and I appreciate you guys listening. This is the Varsity Blitz. High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.